You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. Hey everybody, how's it going? Alright, let's get right to it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am currently homesick from work. I had no intention on doing a uh, <coughs> a show, but I was thinking I have never missed a show since I started this journey, this podcast journey. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do something quick for you guys. So there's a show out there in the world. So over the weekend, which was last weekend, which was, I guess, 4th of July weekend, since 4th of July was actually on, on a Tuesday, my whole family went uh, to our lake house in West Virginia. And Camila, my 15-month-old niece, decided that she would get a really bad stomach virus. And she gave the entire group a really terrible stomach virus. Now, I did not go to the cabin because I had to work. And I thought, well, great. I I dodged this bullet because uh, it's very dangerous for me to get a stomach virus because of my surgery. And I thought, great. So on Tuesday, I went over to uh, their apartment where Camila lives. And I thought, well, this virus was over the weekend. It's out of their system. They're okay now. You know, I'm going to be okay. I want to see Camila. It's 4th of July. Okay, well, apparently I was dead wrong. So yesterday at work, and actually today, um, today actually is, is Friday. I've never actually recorded on a Friday. Today actually is Friday. And uh, so yesterday at work, Thursday, I woke up. I felt great. Let's get to work. Let's sell a car. Let's do it. Let's learn. And uh, I was doing some, they have these learning modules that, that Lexus makes of like videos and little things to read. And it teaches you about all the different models and all of that business. And uh, you have to take a test at the end. And there's one on performance, one on sedans, one on SUVs, and all of this, all of this business. One on the safety features and so forth. So I was doing one of those and it was great. And then I uh, hung, I was, so I, right now I don't have a desk, so I was in Jace, Jason's office, and, uh, and Jason's not here, uh, he, he's, he's at work. I was in Jason's office, uh, we decided after I was done w- with those modules, that um, he would teach me basically how to give a proposal. And this is what happens, you know, when uh, someone comes in, they say, I like this car, I'd like to lease it for 36 months, 12,000 miles a year, and... Jason gives you a piece of paper, and also the other managers as well, and it has the, the, the proposals on it of um, different options that, that you can do. And you have to learn how to give this proposal. They're laid out in a very certain way. You know, MSRP, the selling price, the, you know, the, the trade-in value, the payoff value, or money down. And, and you just want it organized, and you want to present it to the client in the most organized way fashion. So we're going through that. You know, there's a way to do it. There's language to use, et cetera. It's like, it's like anything. There's a way to do it. So we're going over that. And um, another salesperson, Adam, was helping. And, he, you know, yeah, you know, Jason made me a fake proposal. And I actually, you know, learned how to give a real one. The, the lady wasn't there. But Adam has a client who uh, wanted, you know, a proposal email to her or something. So he was giving me this real proposal, which is nice because 
you know, you, you can make a made up proposal, say anything you, you want, but this was a real one. And she had like, um, you know, she had a trade in, but she also had a payoff. It was all, all it was actually a really good scenario. I'm, I'm to learn. So that's all going great. Everything's going great. So it's like 1130 or so. And, you know, the whole morning, I kind of had this weird feeling in my uh, stomach, like where the surgery was. And that happens from time to time. Maybe if I eat a little too late or if I drink too much pop or something, it'll agitate where, where the surgery is. And, uh, and I'm like, well, whatever. And then, um, and then Jay was like, you know, why don't you just take an early lunch, go home, and, and there's some like, uh, you could take like Gas-X or, you know, pe- Pepto-Bismol, something like that to kind of settle that, that, that area down. So I thought I would just go home quick, take my lunch early, I mean, 11.30, that, that, that could be a lunchtime, but I usually don't go to lunch till, till later. And, uh, but I was walking up to where, where my car was, and I, and I just felt really nauseous. And this is, I've, I haven't felt nauseous since the surgery, and I'm telling you people, if I have to throw up, and I don't mean like I gagged on something, I mean like a stomach virus. You know what I'm talking about, where you are like violently throwing up, like you are really ill. That cannot happen to me. And if it does happen to me, I have to go to the emergency room. So I'm walking up to the car. I'm feeling really nauseous. And I called my mom. And of course, she freaked out. I went home. I took Zofran, which is an anti-nausea vomiting medication. I took two of them. It only says to take one. I took two. And I just laid down. I texted Jason. I'm not coming back in. I might have to go to the ER. Luckily, the Zofran. See, here's the deal. Why do you go to the ER? Because you have to be monitored. If I mean, if my stomach is violently trying to throw up, push things, push the virus from my stomach out, I can blow my 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 surgery. I literally could break what what they what they did to me, which of course is extremely dangerous. I mean, that would include emergency surgery and all that stuff. And my surgeons at Mercy Hospital which is pretty much an hour away, like really, if like door to door, it'd probably take me an hour to get there. And if I had to call an ambulance, they'd want to take me to the closest hospital and not Mercy. I mean, I, I guess I could tell them just take me to Mercy, but it doesn't really matter. I did not go to the ER. I took two Zofran. I laid down. My mom eventually came up, brought me toast. I, I just had some toast, which is the first solid food I had, I've had in a day. She brought me some Gatorade. And I, so I sipped on some Gatorade, just had two pieces of toast, no butter, just the toast. Uh, I mean, I mean, I am really ill. Um, but again, like I said, for anyone else, you vomit a little bit, you lay down, it's a 24-hour thing. But for me, it's really dangerous, and I freaked out because, um, you know, I, this isn't a joke. You know what I mean? This, this surgery is not a joke. And thank God for Zofran, I got to tell you that one. I mean, two of those, and the whole nauseous feeling went away, but I just felt like death. Oh, I mean, I still do. I still don't feel well. And this show, what, I'm seven minutes in, almost eight minutes in, it, it could be just 10 minutes, I swear to God. But I, I've never missed a week, and I'm not going to start now. And uh, I literally woke up, told Jason I'm not coming in, just had some toast. I'm going to do this show. And I'll probably sleep the rest of the day. Now, my family said the thing only lasts 24 hours. So, um, 
I'm thinking, I mean, I'm already feeling a lot better, to be honest. Like, if I felt exactly like how I felt yesterday, I would not be able to do this show at all. I mean, I, I, I had, I, everything hurt. My feet, my legs, my back, my abdomen, my arms, my hands, my head, everything hurt. Every single thing. It's, it's a virus. It just, it, it destroys you. It just, and it came on out of nowhere. I woke up, I was perfectly fine. I got showered, I got dressed, I, I have no food in my house, so I went to Panera, I had a bagel, I went to work, I did. I spent the whole morning working, I went to the, the staff meeting, I mean, everything was, was great, you know, and then all of a sudden, I was like, you know, Jay, I'm not, I'm not feeling too hot, I'm just going to run home quick and take a gas X or something, because uh, honestly, to be honest with you guys, Throughout this whole surgery stuff, you know, they gave me, I don't know what it was, oxycodone or something. Anytime I'd have discomfort in my stomach area, I would take a gas X and I'd feel great. Because it wasn't really pain from the surgery. It, it was the fact that no, things can't escape from my stomach anymore. Okay? So, like, the whole thing is, is it's, it's not really pain from the surgery. It's pain from the bloating from having gas trapped in there that you would usually burp up. Okay, but anyway, so it's pretty wild. And I'm, I'm already, like, we're 10 minutes in. I'm already, like, like fading. I, I'm literally, I might not make it. I might not make it. It's uh, terrible weather here today in Mars, PA. Oh, my God. Okay, well, so basically this is my second week of work which isn't going great because now I've missed like two days of it, but hopefully I'll be back there tomorrow. I think I'm just going to go. But this is really contagious. That's my only problem. This is super contagious. And I mean, Camila got it up the cabin and then everyone got it. And I'm really concerned that I already spent the morning there with people in direct contact with, with people and I was really ill, and in a couple days, the whole Lexus of North Hills might be throwing up everywhere. So we will just see. But anyway, I got to tell you, I've had a really interesting uh, week and a half, couple weeks at uh, Lexus of North Hills. Um, I've come to realize that I literally know nothing about cars. Um, it's pretty wild, like how little I know about cars. Like it, it's almost, it's almost strange. It's almost weird. Uh, you, you you think you could talk to someone intelligently about something, and then you realize you have no idea what you're talking about. You know, I, I've been shadowing all these other salesmen, and the way they talk about these cars and their features, it's like unbelievable how uh, eloquently they they can talk. And I'm just like a stuttering fool. Like if you if you observed me trying to sell a car, and be like, Jesus, man, maybe you should. Uh, Think about doing something else. But again, I'm only a couple weeks in here. I mean, I guess you have to start somewhere, right? You got to start somewhere. But there's so much. It's super involved. I never really paid attention when buying cars or how involved it is. Not just the vehicle. Not just the features and that. Even the price and everything. That's all pretty... I mean, it's all the other things like the warranties and stuff that Rorick offers that other dealerships might not. I mean, who, who know who, you know, I didn't know what a powertrain was. No idea what that is. And then now there's there's money factors. I mean, it's like unreal. 
and they can talk about it. So plus all all the programs, the the rebates and things. I mean, I mean these salespeople can just like just it's like unreal. They just talk about it like it's you know like like it's second nature. It, it's it's unbelievable. They're very talented people. You know, I don't know what you think about car salesmen, but they're they work really hard. It's really unbelievable the what they're able to know and have upstairs. And, but again, it's their business. They don't make money unless they sell cars. So, it, you know, it's their business. It's unreal. And it, it it's my business now too. It'll just take take time. You know, I mean, I can talk eloquently about a lot of different things. Uh, but I've also been involved in those things for for years, like opera, singing, you know, shooting, guns, you know, uh, Star Wars. I mean, what do you want to know about Star Wars? Uh, you know, I mean, there's a reason why Jason can talk about hockey the way he does. He's been doing it for his whole life, you know. I can't even, I've been a fan of hockey my whole life, but I can't even remotely talk to you about hockey the way that he can. I mean, this is okay. This is what happened here. I, I, I was at a, a 4th of July function, and there was a hockey player there, an, a, a retired um, NHL player. And I said, Jason, there was a retired NHL player at this event. Uh, big guy, kind of a twisted face. You know, a lot of them, have their noses, because they've been broken so much, are kind of like to the side. Um, I, th- I, sh- I think his name started with an L. And he goes... Lyle o- um, Odeline. I was like, yep, that, that's him. Just boom. He just knows it. Boom. He just, it's, it's in his head, you know? It's in his head. It's unreal. So in the car business, there's, there's names for everything. So someone who just walks in, no appointment, no anything, they're called an up. UP. I don't know why, but they're called an up. Maybe because they just showed up. I don't really know. And then there's a B-back. A B-back is someone who was in, let's say, yesterday, and they came in today, but without an appointment. They just came back. That, that, that's called a B-back. So the whole point is that if you worked with them when they weren't up, you really want to try to work with them again when they're a B-back. Because what will happen is I'll take an up, but then I'll be busy the next day, and Stephanie will take the B-back, not knowing that I worked with them. But again, it doesn't. it's not like... You know, it's not like we give them a little name tag. I worked with Michael. It's just, it's just the way it is. But that, that, that's a be back. And then, of course, there's a third category, which is an, um, an appointment. And the whole point is to avoid the whole be back situation. You want to get an appointment with an up, so you can continue to work with them. So I took my first up the other day. Now I didn't mean to, but again, I don't have a desk or an office, and so. Yet, so I'm just kind of like roaming around. I put my stuff in Jason's office, and you know, I do all my work in there and learn these module things and uh, learn how to do proposals and things. So I'm just walking around the floor, and this guy walks in, and he goes, "Do you have the LC500?" Now, the LC500 is a one hundred thousand dollar car. It's their sports car, and uh, I said, "Yeah, it's right here." And he goes, can I take it for a test drive? Now, here's the deal. This is a real fast sports car, two-door. I mean, it's a $100,000 vehicle. It's unreal. You know, don't you think everyone wants to take it for a a test drive? But no one really ever asks. They just kind of look at it, sit in it, and play with all the buttons. And and I was like, oh, he wants to take it for a a test drive. So I went over to Jason, and I said, this guy wants to take it for a test drive. 
Basically, this guy rolled in in a Porsche that costs more than two LC500s. So we knew this guy was a serious customer. So now I didn't do the test drive. I let one of the um, uh, delivery technology specialists do it. But this guy was my first up because I worked with him. I talked with him. I talked with his son. Both of them went on test drives. I wrote up a proposal. We talked numbers. I, I gave him my card with my phone number. I mean, it was like the whole deal. And I thought, God, my first up was the most expensive car in the whole place. And I thought, what if my first sale was the LC500? And actually, I have shown two other people the LC500 who have both been serious about getting it. It's interesting because, you know, because I'm not really selling cars yet, uh, I just kind of hang out. And the LC500 is in the, is in the middle of our showroom. So when I just walk around, people come in and, you know, they look at it and stuff and I just happen to be standing there. Now, of course, I haven't sold any cars yet, but I still think it would be kind of cool if the first car that I sold was an LC500. And I've gone on a lot of test drives. Um, I met this great guy. Uh, actually, it's Stephanie's client, but Stephanie, I don't know if Stephanie was busy with a delivery or something, but she was like, Michael, can you take this guy on a test drive in this RC? And I said, sure, and he ended up buying it. And... Uh, I thought, wow, that, now that's not my sale because it's Stephanie's client. But, you know, I just took him for the uh, test drive. But a really nice guy. You know, I got to tell you, I like the clientele there. Just really great people. Nice people. You know, they, they love Lexuses. And I got to tell you, you know, I've been a Benz guy my whole life. And I still love a Mercedes Benzes. And I still have a soft spot in my heart for them. But for the money, you know, for, for what you get, you can't really beat Lexus. You know, it is, it is the perfect combination, you know, of luxury, technology, power, you know. It's it just, they're just, the, for me, that's the technology. Now, I'm sure other car brands have all this technology. I I would bet Mercedes have a bunch of this, this technology now. They've always been on the forefront of technology. But, you know, I haven't had a car, and I, and I realized this yesterday. You know, I realized, you know, I haven't had a car for five years, and my mom's cars are all from the mid-2000s before all this technology became standard. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm really behind when it comes to all this, like, tech, you know? And uh, I thought, wow, in just, you know, less than a decade, or no, like, like a decade, no, not even, less than a decade, cars have really... Just the stuff that comes standard, all the safety features, et cetera, et cetera. And they and the Lexus is just, you know, they're solid vehicles, just really solid cars. They're going to last you a long time. Uh, very, not a lot of maintenance, you know, and whatnot. But we're, we're going to see how things go. I'm really looking forward to selling my first car, but I, I think I have a long way to go before I do. Um, Jason gave me a goal. I have to sell a few used cars and a couple new cars. So we will see how, how that goes. But I really don't think stuff's going to move until I um, until I really get my own desk. And I don't even have an iPad yet. Um, um, every salesperson has an iPad Pro. 
you know, the the building only houses nine salespeople and only is equipped for nine. There's only nine iPads, nine chairs, nine desks, etc. So I think once I get my own iPad, uh, once this other salesperson leaves, um, you know, I think that's when things are going to start moving. Because right now I'm just kind of, I just, I don't feel settled. I don't feel like I really have a place there. I feel like I'm this extra man. And I, I think the other salesperson still has like 12 days of working there. So, I, I mean, maybe I'll sell a car um, in the interim just by chance. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I'll take an up and they end up buying something. And But there's still so much information I don't know. It's unbelievable. When I was with Chris, Chris is a great guy, great salesperson. And we were showing this couple this car. I mean... It, it, it was an oddball car because it was it wasn't a Lexus. So if you're if you're looking at a used car on our lot that is not a Lexus, we're not a, we can't certify it. Like we can only certify Lexuses, you know. But but you know we they 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 run it through the shop and they make sure it's in perfect working order and stuff. But he but there's a special warranty that Rourke that Lexus of of North Hills gives gives that that car. Okay, but it's not the same as a warranty on a new car and not the same as the warranty on a pre-owned Lexus car. And I think sometimes we can't certify Lexuses because they're too old or too many miles. So there's even a different warranty for those, I'm pretty sure. And I'm listening to Chris talk about this, and I thought, wow, this is a whole part of this business that I haven't even been, been made aware of yet. You know, Because that's what people, they come in and ask for, especially on like used cars. They want to know, okay, we are buying this off-brand vehicle from from you, okay? What kind of warranty are you going to give us? Like, when we drive off the lot, are we, like, on our own? And the answer is no. Lexus of North Hills will give you a certain warranty on that vehicle. Plus, we, we look at the Carfax and see if there is still a manufacturer's warranty, which it just so happened this person, this car, still had some manufacturer's warranty on it. And, uh, you know, though, I have to say, though, there are so many resources to help you. It's not like you have to have it all upstairs. You know, the, Chris was able to go on the Carfax and look, you know, if I didn't know the warranty information, I could just say, listen, I'm going to get all that inf info for you later. Let's take it out for a test drive. See if you like the car. And then we can talk about warranty numbers, et cetera, because it's not like they were there looking at 20 different vehicles. This couple came for this car. You know, this is a used car. This is a pre-owned car. Okay, it's not like we have 20 of the same car. Okay, this is it. They came, they probably found it on cars.com or something. I'm not really sure. And this is it. They're there for that vehicle. So, anyway. But things are going good. Um, I really wish I wasn't sick because I hate missing work. I, I really, I've been on, not not a roll, but I've been on kind of like a, you know, I felt I, I kind, I'm just starting to feel like maybe, maybe I could sell a car. You know, last week I thought I could never sell a car ever in my entire life. Like this is a huge mistake. What like what what have I done? You know, this is terrible. But now I'm starting to feel like maybe, maybe I could sell a car. Maybe, but still, just maybe. We're not we're not there yet. But, you know, that, that's going to be it for this show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's really not much else to talk about. I mean, I could talk about the fact that I just bought myself 
a brand new RX 350 F Sport, white on black. It looks like a stormtrooper. This car is unbelievable. It is fully loaded. And what I think I'm going to do is actually do a video of the car to explain all of its features so people can see, because it literally has every feature. It has every single feature that, that you can think of, which is the reason why I got this car. Now, how, how could I possibly get a car like this? I just started working there. Well, luckily, it was a demo. It had some miles on it. It had been driven. I got a really good deal. You know, we can, we can make it happen, people. Get you a good deal on a Lexus. What do I have to do to get you into this car today? That's the one thing they tell us not to say. Oh, and you got to look up these Badger car salesman videos. They are the funniest thing you'll ever see. Just do, do yourself a favor. Look up Badger car commercials. It's basically how not to be a car salesman. It's just really funny. It's really, really funny. I haven't named my car yet. You know, usually I name my cars. My last car was Vicky. Car before that was Stella. And this is a big white RX, black interior. It's Japanese. I thought about naming it a Japanese name. I, I always usually use a female name. I just, I don't know, this car, I just don't have a name for it yet. I, mean, I haven't been inspired yet. You know, usually I get inspired, you, you know. But uh, I just, uh, I'm, nothing's coming to me. The buying of this car was super quick. It was a quick decision. I didn't really think about it much. I didn't really look at other cars. I just decided to take it. You know, I just decided to go with it. So uh, we will see how that goes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been almost a half hour. That's enough. That's enough today because I'm going to go back to sleep now. I'm going to go back to sleep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you need a Lexus and you live in the Pittsburgh area, there's only one place to go, and that is Lexus of North Hills at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA 15090. Come see me or Jason Mocha. You can call us at 724-940-1400 or email us. You can, well, you can email me, actually. I, I, have, I have an email on my address now, mpapinchak at lexusofnorthhills.com. You could also email Jason Mocha at jmocha at lexusofnorthhills.com. And uh, experience amazing, people. Experience amazing. And for all your custom tailoring, go to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. And hit up www.thisissarahmiller.com for family, wedding, fashion, and commercial photography. Sarah Miller Photography. Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H. Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. It's a short show. I am now going to uh, go back to sleep to get better so I could go back to work, so I can sell you guys some cars. Please come in and see us. We've got a lot of great... So this is a, a new month now. This is like a whole new thing. So we have all kind of new rebates and deals. So whatever you're looking for, email me, email the show, email my, uh, you know, my work email, mpapincheck at northhills.com. Come on in. We got some great stuff going on. Uh, and get yourself a Lexus, people. It's the only way to go. All right. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Michael Papinchak Show.